Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Tess. Morning, Andrew. Hey, Tess. How are you? I'm going well. How are you? Very well. I'm glad Very to hear well. this. <laughs> what are we talking about this week? I'm going to go understated because we're going to, we're going to ramp it up. Okay. Because okay, so, today, look, I've brought in one of the most genuinely warm and funny books that I've read this year. Ooh. Um, and this one, this one for me, it runs the gamut of public displays of emotion with tears and accidental chortles that I then have to explain to the people sitting around me. Mm. <laughs> and yes, yes, hanging out with me generally involves me quietly in the corner with a book. <laughs> Invite me to your next party. <laughs> so, uh, the book I'm going to tell you about is The Nancys. It's the debut novel from R.W.R. MacDonald. And before it was even published, it actually received commendation for an unpublished manuscript in the Victorian Premier's Literary Awards. So, it's got, it's got some stuff going on here. Uh, and before we get started, I am actually just going to put like a tiny content warning on this book club. There are some adult themes ahead, I realised as I was writing. So, you might, you might want to, you know, cover small ears. Got it. Mm. Got it. So, The Nancys is the story of Tippy Chan. Tippy is 11. She lives in the small South Otago town of Riverstone. It's been a shit year for Tippy. Um, her dad died nine months ago and her mum is dealing with it by hiding all trace of his existence. That is a bad year. Mm. Uh, but Tippy's Uncle Pike is coming to stay and look after Tippy while her mum takes a holiday. Tippy and Pike share a love of Nancy Drew. Tippy has all of Pike's old copies and she reads them voraciously, wishing that she actually had a mystery to solve. So Pike arrives with his new boyfriend, Devon, and Tippy's mum leaves for her cruise. And then Tippy's teacher's horribly mutilated body is discovered by the only traffic light on the way out of town. Oh, that mm. took a turn. Yeah, that's right. This isn't a children's book. It's not even really YA, but I bet that anyone with eyes is going to enjoy reading it. So, Tippy, Pike, and Devon decide to form an investigation club, the Nancys, <laughs> to try and discover the killer. This actually seems really natural in the course of the book's action. And despite Pike's many questionable parenting decisions, <laughs> it actually becomes, um, and trust me, there are, there are some really great ones. Like, these are, these are two gay men from Sydney. They're on a holiday. There's some really fantastic scenes. They're having a, a digital detox. Oh, of course. Um, and Devon can't handle it, so he's actually carved a phone out of soap that, <laughs> that he periodically pulls out of his. Um, they do they do five o'clockers uh, at about eleven o'clock in the morning. Um, it, there's some you know some really great stuff. And Tippy's of course the drinks waiter. Of um, course, but, obviously. But uh, among his many questionable parenting decisions, the Nancy's becomes probably the best thing for Tippy to keep her mind off all the trauma in her life. And the heart of this book is is really it's that relationship between Tippy, Pike, and Devon. So, Pike left the town of Riverston as an 18-year-old gay kid who thought that he would never be accepted. He's brought Devon along in this sort of ironic ghost tour of his past, but Devon's not having any of it because he actually really cares about Pike and where he comes from. And together, they are just hopelessly at sea parenting and treat Tippy <laughs> like an adult, which actually just kind of really works out for, for what she needs. Someone's taking her seriously and listening to her. So, The Nancy's is this self-conscious homage to Nancy Drew, uh, from its girl detective in, in Tippy uh, to the name of the town. So, Nancy lived in River Heights. So, Riverstone is obviously just the ah. Antipodean equivalent. 
Okay, I love that. I wouldn't have picked that, honestly, but I love mm, that. Yeah. It's also a parody with Tippy stuck on a bike because Nancy had a car um, and she's left hanging on Pike's promise of getting her a gun. Uh, yep, 16-year-old Nancy had one of those because um, her dad, Carson Drew, was a detective. So I guess detectives' kids in the, the 30s, which is when Nancy Drew started, they got guns. I don't know. Natural progression of things. It's America, so now they want to arm you know, their toddlers. But That's true. Um, it's true. Mm. Nancy Drew was also, I mean, apart from the gun, Nancy Drew was also problematic as hell to our modern sensibility. In her white bread world, it paid to be pale and middle class. It did, yes. Um, So, McDonald, Rob McDonald, he turns the small town detective on her head and even sets up his own kind of inversions that explore the world he creates. So, we have all this this, um, mistrust and anger that Pike has to the town he feels rejected by, really problematized and challenged for him by the fact that the town he's returned to has a gay mayor. Um, You know, one of his best friends comes out to him. People are are confused. They need his fashion advice, but they don't need his anger because they actually think he rejected them. Oh, I see. We also have this protagonist in Tippy who doesn't just flit from dead body to dead body like it's no big thing. Oh, good, because that seems like a scarring thing for an 11-year-old. But you think about it, some of these books, and I know we've talked about Nancy Drew before and like the Hardy Boys, these were kids who were just like, ah, oh, someone's dead. Ah, oh, there's a crime gang chasing <laughs> after us. And they were, they were so fine by the next episode. There was... <laughs> There was no counselling. Um, Tippy's got to confront her de- feelings. She's got to deal with this trauma. She's got to deal with the adults who won't deal with their trauma. Um, she, you know, she's dealing with these people who think she's just too young, um, and she's doing it before she gets too old to do anything else about it. Um, the Nancy's in the in a word. It's fun as hell. Um, I definitely recommend it uh, to anyone with eyes, and especially fans of, you know kid mysteries and the, sh- the books is growing up. I mean, it's like a 90, it's got a 90-year legacy, Nancy Drew and yeah, the Hardy wow. Boys and all those. There's even a new, I am, um, in, in all of my research and just, you know, being on the interwebs, I, I googled Nancy Drew just to see what came up. There have been lots of TV adaptations. There's been a film. And if, if anyone is a fan of the absolutely gorgeous train wreck of a show that is Riverdale. <laughs> yes. Um. Got no idea what's going on with that. Like, it it out Sabrina's Sabrina. Um, the people who make Riverdale are actually doing an adaptation of Nancy Drew. Oh, that's a garbage fire waiting to happen. I love it. Look, it's jumping. Like, when I say it's, like, from the people who made Riverdale, they're jumping straight into, like, season three Riverdale. <laughs> None of this we're going to pretend we're normal. Um but yeah, look, I would I would say before you worry about Nancy Drew, get out and read R.W.R. McDonald's The Nancys. I love that as well because you sort of mentioned earlier, you know, it's not necessarily YA, but it feels like it would appeal to such a range of audiences. There are going to be, I think, people who don't pay attention, you know, maybe the pikes of the world who would buy this book maybe for their 11-year-old, oh, 11-year-old protagonist, but this book is for Everyone, and it, I think for for adults who have very um, fixed ideas about categories and genres, and I read this, but I don't read that. Um, you need to challenge yourself on this one because it's got a young protagonist, but it is so much a book for everyone. I can't wait! I'm adding that one to my list. Thanks so much, Andrew. No worries. See you later, Tess. You've been listening to the Two SER Book Club. We record on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at Two SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel.
And a big shout out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week. If you want more books, you can tune in to Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at 2SER.